Network, on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on ESPN+. Back and better than ever, Greeny, Greeny, on ESPN Radio, Bubba, Bubba, is it a two-soup day, is it a three-soup day? How many soups is it? One all soup? the soups, it's all the soups. It's a soup, it's, still, it's a soup. It's, it's, a still, it's still cold out, we need broths, we need beef. soups, we need bisques. Let's go to Sammy's. We need I wanna, everything. I wanna I we need beef. everything. I want a beef. As we sit on the get up, it's unbelievable. <laughs> we sit on the get up, it's a Brooke Pryor with us from the from the Steelers. Brooke Pryor, Brooke Pryor. <laughs> hey there, buddy. What's up, Jesse? Buddy and Abdallah. Watch out, fellas. What's going on? We're good. We're good. That show flew. Well, you're welcome. Well, yeah, it's the morning show, of course. It's a different speed. It is. Well, I, I whenever I do that show, yes, I wake yeah. up so freaking early though. Today I was up at like three thirty. <laughs> it's it's fast every day for me. I know, right? Every day for me is fast. You look up, it's ten o'clock, that's and boom! Exactly right. That's exactly right. The day's just starting. When you're having fun, that's what happens. Of course. Three three hours of sleep. What three hours for you? <laughs> that's no a little bit longer. I, hey there, I, buddy. I got I got I got home from the Heineken. Uh, Heineken's at about eight, and uh, went to bed pretty quickly. Oh, okay. By, by nine thirty, ten. I when mean, did you find out that you were in today? About seven thirty last night. Okay, I thought that's it, fine. Yeah, it's, I yeah. It, right, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I found out at twelve thirty, or maybe even earlier. Seven. <laughs> that's when I found out. Yeah, good. A beautiful normal. And, and, and Hoodie's like, I got to do my homework if he's in. <laughs> well, <laughs> if Jesse's in, I better do. I better bring something to the table. It's got to be a baseball that, topic. That prep, that prep work is hard on on fifty five for for two hours. Well, I made it one day without doing baseball, but I'm in tomorrow. We're gonna. Do some oh, baseball. For what? I don't mind. You know me. I don't mind. This is the Told week in between, shade. right? Yeah. You can do it. Next week me. you can't do it. This it's, week you can. It's do February. It. As long as we win, pal. Well, what what is there to talk about with baseball? Good question. <laughs> Here, Doesn't count. No, does not count. Yeah. What, what what would you put the Cubs and Sox over unders at right now? Because that's I, a tough call. I don't care. Don't well, care. I know you don't care, but I'm asking you anyway. I <laughs> no, I don't care. Shay loved that. Uh, to, I don't, to give you I don't an answer, yeah, I'll give it, you... Like, uh, the Super Bowl is next week. White I don't Sox. care. Well, we're going to get to all that right, next all right. week. Let's, let's take Jesse seriously here. Let's hey, answer. I'll refuse. White Sox, I refuse I'll give you... Three games over 500 for the White Sox. So about 80, 83, 84. Yeah, 84. I think it's 83 and a half. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, and the Cubs... The other night I said 84 without knowing. Give me... Give me 79. 79. Yeah, it's 79. about what I said, 80. Yeah, the other all right. Day. There you go. So 80 and 84. It's a, right. I mean, oh, it, that's it's not a good close summer. enough to 500. You're just not sure which way both their seasons are going to go. So here, here's my uh, over-under for you. How many months of the summer will we actually follow baseball and not just t- turn our entire attention to the Bears? Right. Two. Not many. Two. Are we, are we getting not past many. Memorial Day? Are we getting to the 4th of July? Well, we're not getting to the 4th of July. So, okay. But so, the draft's in April, so we right. got all month to break that down. Right. Yeah. Into May. Free agency is when? Is before the draft. Yeah. March. Uh, so late, so uh, spring training time, February, right, right into, yeah, into the March. Yeah, the Cubs and Sox are going to have the start about of, uh, 26 days of conversation on, this, on these airwaves. That, that's what I'm thinking, right? Fair. It's like, it's like May 1st. Some of May. Some of May, but there's all... there's. 
rookie training camp or whatever, so we have to cover that. Yeah. That might be April, but, though. But you know what? That's still going to be a B story because we're going to be all Bears. We're going to turn into ESPN yeah. Cleveland. We'll just talk football the entire time. Well, dude, isn't that what we do dude. to begin with? Dude. Well, I mean, listen. If, if they have the number one pick with tons of cap space, it that, should be the top. But usually, if the Bears are not the number one pick, and that's why we have to sprinkle in a little baseball, that's the reason why, because the Bears are just mediocre, and average does not work. But on actually, the radio. this is the long way of saying neither the Cubs or Sox are exciting to, to a lot that's of people. Exactly right. So They're it's going to be a they, lot of Bears and football. Right? Neither, neither that's te- fine with me, but I, that, that makes for a long summer. Right. Neither team is projected to win their division. Neither right. team is projected to win the World Series. Like, you can't even go best case scenario, they get to the AL and LCS. Because, like, day to day throughout the summer, it's nice to look forward to something every we, night. Yes. You know, where, where there's a competing <laughs> yeah, team that's having fun. And, you know, there's, there's vibes in baseball. When a team has good vibes, it, it's fun to, like, rally behind. Well, I don't know. If there, there were some bad vibes in town well, last I, I year. I don't know if this is a coincidence or not. I know it's come up before, but it's almost like the Bulls. Like, you want to get up for watching a game, and then yeah. you're so disappointed. The White yeah. Sox were the same way. What's the common link? The Guardians well, and the White Sox have the same odds to win the division. At plus 160. I mean, they're, I'm not shocked by that. By the both? way, the, the guy on the, the drums died. Yeah. You John, see that? John Adams? Yeah. I think. He died just what, like what a are the couple twins? days ago. What are the twins? Uh, plus 250. Really? That much? Yeah. Huh. Is Correa officially signed? Yeah. He passed yeah, yeah, he physical. He's Boy, not still in limbo? In terms of betting, that's the value. The twins? the twins? All right, you heard it here first. They the twins just, are winning twins. the division, they according just to Jesse Rogers. Rogers. In terms of value. <laughs> Uh, they just traded for Pablo Lopez. Like yeah. that, That's the team to take at plus 250. Well, yeah, because the, the Tigers and the Royals are 20 to 1 and 40 to 1. Lame. So that's not going to happen. The Bolt. Cardinals have got to be odds on favorite in the in the Central. Yeah, they're minus 115. Bolt. Yeah. <laughs> for four hours, he's out there in the, yes, out there in the outfield with the, with the drum. They what, allowed this what's to happen. the story? When Fisk was released, he went out there and hung out with the guy. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's yeah. a good story. So I, I just saw that come across like the the guy with the drum allowed in there since the seventies with a drum just pounding the pounding his drum if you pardon the expression for four hours died. So now the music has died in Cleveland. All right, I'll ask you this one, Black. One yep. that you might care more about yep. today. This is obviously, this is the, what's the Bears over and under next year? Bears over under in Vegas or what we're setting it at? Where, where, what would I'm, you set it at? I would guess it's going to be like seven and a half. Sounds about right. Middle of the pack. Sounds about right. right I would say it's going to be the same as this year. It'll be six and a half. Six and a half? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would say six and a half. Lions were six and a half this year. I think Bears will be in that oh, range. I, I think they'll be seven and a half. And the over? Well, I, I the took over? the over this year. and I'll take you know. the over again. We, at, we've, se- at seven and a half? Six yeah, and a half. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. I'd take the over at six and a half. I don't know about seven and a half. I think they better be an eight one game. With with the with what we think they're gonna be able to get for their first round pick and the amount of money they have to spend, they better be an eight win team. You know what we looked at as well is we looked at the NFC. Mm-hmm. And we looked at it, so it's not as much as much it is about what the Bears have and don't have. You've seen the quarterbacks. You mm-hmm. have a whole right. division with no quarterbacks. Well, it's also it's on the Bears' schedule next year. It's like they face off against Mahomes and the Chiefs, and then every other quarterback they they play against. Nothing you know, if, if Rodgers leaves Green Bay, it's basically middle tier to bottom tier quarterbacks for the entire schedule. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's that's a situation where. By the halfway point of next season, we should be going into matchups where Justin Fields has the quarterback advantage in many of these games. Yeah. Now, he's not going to be elite, 
But I think if he could take the step that Jalen Hurts took this season mm-hmm. and and just excel a little bit more in the passing game, completion percentage comes up a little, more touchdowns, less interceptions, I think that's where Justin Fields and this team is going to have a chance to be average. Now, if they're, if they're super disappointing, they go under the 7.5, they go under the 6.5, then then they're going to have much bigger problems. Yeah, but eight and nine than, or seven and ten isn't that big of a difference. So no, they could be right at the that over, number. Is it the over under seven and a well, half? It is well, the over. Is, but like, they'll be in that grouping of teams that are right in the middle. But in the I conference. think I think people are missing a little bit of something. And I and you mentioned all the cap space, all the draft picks. But you're assuming he's going to use that cap space all this year, use all the draft picks this year. First of all, if he you trades down to... once or twice, yeah. some of those picks are going to be in future years. No, that's fine, but and you're going to get... He, Jacksonville used up all their cap space in like one offseason. Yeah. And so they're, and they made the playoffs, yeah. but they're not necessarily a team that's about to jump into the elite. But, that's the, but the cap space, it depends on how you're signing these deals. Like if you go out and you sign uh, Deron Payne, like, yeah. That's a good way to spend your money, I think, because he's an instant game changer for you. And then if you move back to four and you draft Jalen Carter, boom, your defensive line is set right there. It's set. I well, just don't think he's going to do it all in one offseason by, no. by, by, in terms of his strategy. No, see, I think he's going to hold back some. We've said it before, and my dream scenario for them, like when I go to bed at night for the like hour and a half that I get to sleep for a total amount of time before <laughs> the baby wakes up again, is my dream is that they end up with three first-round picks in 2024. Oh. Because you have your own. You trade back to two with the Texans, and then you trade that number two pick to the Panthers, and you end up with two two of their first-round picks next year agree. and your first-round pick and next year. And that's why, this, in terms of the season, 24 makes a lot more sense when you talk about big-picture playoffs yeah. and things like that. Well, it, it has to, right? Because Justin's contract is going to be uh, coming up, right? So, like, you're heading towards the back end of his rookie deal. So, 24 and 25, those are years that you have to compete. Right. Next year, you can afford to be average, middling, figuring it out, right. address the lines, offense, defensive line, get yeah. things set in place. But in 2024, you have to be a playoff team. Yeah, that's well, look that's at, right. what the, look at the Vikings, 100%. right? I know everybody wants to compare 100%. them to the uh, Lions and the way they're going to build them. Or even the Eagles. But look at the Vikings. Yeah. The Vikings were like 1-7 in seven or 1-6 in six in one-loss games two years ago. Last year, they flipped those all, and they won all those games. Yeah. The Bears were in the same situation. Yeah. They competed in a lot of those games. A lot of those games, like seven or eight of them, were one-score games at the end. Yes. If you flip half of those, let's say you win four out of, out of seven of those, and you go four and three in those one-score games next year, that's a seven-win team. Well, here's yeah. why, here's that's why, what we're hoping for. Here, yeah. well, well, here's why I didn't mind you two in particular on your show being optimistic about the Bears. Because we look at the middle part of that schedule, mm-hmm. and I considered them when the schedule came out coin-flip games. In, in that area of, like, the Miami Dolphins, what's, yeah. what's that ske- part of the schedule? It, like, it was the Commanders game where yeah, they lost with, on the final winnable, play. Yep. Right? Winnable. Uh, it was the Dolphins. It was the Lions. Yeah, winnable. Uh, like those, so those are in three games in, yeah. in that chunk of yeah. schedule. I know that they played the Cowboys in the middle of Dolphins, that. Dolphins, they, they Lions, that Falcons, yes. not the Jets game, because but Justin didn't play that game. But right. I thought that that was winnable, though. Yeah, the was Eagles game if, if was Fields a one-score game. Uh, it was 25-20. to 20. They lost that game. Remember the Green Bay game was closer, yeah. and then they pulled away at the and, end. And there, I know so. you guys are saying this knowing all too well that a lot of teams can say similar. If we of had course. This, yeah. well, that, of course. We did that. That's the NFL. And it it could course. happen again next year. No, too. Yeah. Like, no, I'm, I'm saying before the season, I looked at the schedule and said, you know, what if with that chunk of games, that yeah. four or five you just read, to me, I, that was not a given that the Bears were going to lose those games right, until right. they got rid of their talent. 
And plus, on top of that, Justin Fields is learning on the job. I mean, think so. about that Giants That's true. They, they You lost that Giants game. Yeah. Yeah. The Giants didn't have a quarterback. You lost that game. Right. The Minnesota game, the ball was literally ripped out of some dude's hands that's not on the team anymore. He's Marset. on a championship team. Marset? I think isn't he on Kansas City? He is. What's is he playing? <laughs> no, he's but he's there. Okay, spot. cool. He's, he's, he's there. Him and Nagy, he's, him and Nagy that's can be get a championship ring. level player. Uh, and Watch then the out. Washington game was twelve. <laughs> they were they lost twelve to seven. They couldn't win that game yeah. too. Like, yeah, it's just a chunk of those games, Jesse, yeah. where it could have. Oh, of course, it, it didn't go the Bears' way because again, not enough talent. But as I saw the schedule unfurl, like, hmm, I can understand why an optimistic Bears fan would look at that and say, "What if?" Because it's the Jets and the Giants and the Falcons. Dolphins, you didn't know who they were. Dolphins have been the most relevant in December for the you know first time in 25 years. Mm-hmm. So that's why it was big what-ifs with that. Well, yeah, and, and for our, our sake, like the one thing we kept pointing to was the New York game. Do you guys remember uh, the conversation after the, the New York game? Giants? It was, uh, yeah, Giants game October the 2nd. Yeah. Uh, I remember, Abdal, we were on the air being like, I don't get why people are trashing fields after that game. He had a really nice game. Yeah. And I believe that was Avalis Jones- muffed punt at the end which kind of ruined that one where the bears had a chance and it was like hold on is justin doing something and then the following week against minnesota the bears lose but remember that they got down early big Mm -hmm. they were down by like two or three scores early and then the offense brought the bears back into that game Mm -hmm. and abdal mentioned it it was the smith marset fumble at the end that that ruined it but those two weeks into the short week against washington where again Fields wasn't great, but in the second half, he had them within striking distance. And you have a number one wide receiver who can't hold his own on the goal line. You know, any other number one wide receiver comes down with that that ball in the end zone, and that's a victory right there. I get there's a lot that could happen there, but those three weeks, four, five, and six, that's where we started to see a different quarterback for this team. Do you remember us being at the bar like late at night? I know there's a lot of stories of that, but looking yeah. up at the TV and see like the NFL yearbook and you see the Bears, yeah. and it's like the most optimistic things about a three and whatever, yeah, yeah. 14 team. Like, that's part of the, the tides laid, are turning. You just laid out the yearbook yeah. there. What if? Well, there's a long return that got <laughs> to the 20 yard right, line. Exactly. It's like, oh, great. Mooney on the goal line. <laughs> if he had any, yeah. If Mooney had any, uh, you know, but if he had <laughs> any legs, if he could just catch and fall, yeah, that's a touchdown. That's a Bears victory. But instead, yeah. it was like flimsy, and he he caught the ball and got bounced away from the goal line and out of bounds. And it, I remember after that. Justin Fields was just standing there. Like, like what are, are you what serious? Are like, I, I put the ball on the money. That, like, that's a touchdown. And then it ends up, this whole season ends up being New England the best game for the Bears. Uh, okay. yeah. Again, that I that's thought they were going to lose. Probably not even close. Well, right, but that, that's, that's, the, that's the end of a four-game run where right. Justin started to play better. And they yeah. had that longer break. They played on Thursday yeah. night. Yeah. Oh, the, the, mini, the, the epic run. mini. There's the mini a 30 for runs. 30 in the works for the mini bye week. The mini bye week. What if I told you <laughs> Seriously, the Bears had 10 days Legendary. To well, the design runs they've and they got down. To now they've got to figure out their design pass plays. The legend of Eberflus off the mini bye. Now. Not to end on a sour note. Wow, but sour since, note. Yeah, but since we have Jesse here, I have oh, a no. minor bone to pick with him. Oh, oh, boy. Fire away. Now, we've all, we worked, we've all, we've we all had the luxury here. Now, oh, Jonathan, no. Chris, myself, Jesse, we fill in a lot, oh, no. right? Yeah. Yep. Chris and I are filling in for Greeny. We're going to do one Bubba. place to start Hello. when it comes up here, Luna, right? Bubba. We're going to do one place to start here Little in about five minutes, a kiss of death Little at some point. Hashtag KOD. Absolutely. When we fill in, 
for you and Cap. Oh, no. oh we do. I, I think we I know do deal breakers. Oh, no. We oh, do no. shot or no shot. When we fill in on Carmen and Yurko today at one fifteen, McKnight at the movies. We mm. do that. We talk to Mike North, Waddle and Sylvie, my wife or radio partner. Right? Waddle's world. It's always on. Right? But for some reason, right? when Jesse Rogers fills in on Bleck and Abdallah as he did on Tuesday night, no song of the night. Never. Yeah. Never ever play song of the night. Well, Never. I'm, I'm going to do uh, what uh, some of the, the hosts that I used to produce for would do and just blame the producer. I'm going to blame uh, the producer. That's oh, easy. Jesse. That's easy. No one brought it up to me. Charlie's right there. Charlie's right there. I brought it up to you oh, last did? time and you didn't want to do it. Oh. Damn. Oh. Now, if you want, like, like well. zoo news, I get that's not every night. Right, a robot right. story's not every night. Oh, I get it. Shit. I get it. I get it. But song of the night is every single night. Oh, it's six fifty every single night. I hate to say that I didn't think about it, but I didn't think but about you it. Know what, but now can, I'm going to have to think about it. Can I help you anytime I'm on? Can I help you? Yeah. Let me help you out with this. Here's yeah. your excuse. Your excuse is we had Northwestern basketball at seven forty-five. Sure. So you didn't. We have do it at six fifty. No, we do it at six fifty. We do. We do. Yeah. We have. We do it before White Sox baseball. Yeah, we were on for twenty he, minutes. Buddy had a hot topic. <laughs> buddy, buddy had a hot topic. He couldn't get to it. He doesn't Jesse, know what it was. But Jesse, it was, Jesse, it was, it was, Jesse, it was you, baseball buddy, talk. When uh, talk. Let me let me give you a, a word. Not, of it. Let me yeah. give you some as a youngster here. Let me give you some words of advice. When you're solo. It kills five minutes. Well, yeah, it's true. I, it does. <laughs> and when I've listened to you guys do it, it, it certainly kills more than that sometimes. It does, um, yeah, yeah. You're oh. right. I didn't think of that shot. angle. Those, Those are shots. Those are shots. Shot. Wow. I didn't think of that angle. Killing wow. a few more minutes could have helped. But wow. you know what? The first time Charlie asked and I said no. Second time I didn't even think about it. So I know. So the I next time, not, not next time you're it. in, I hope I just hope to hear a song, at least at least a song that we've done before. Okay, I'll do Charlie. That. Yeah, I told you, Jesse. Yeah, you didn't want to do it. Yeah. That's great, Charlie from way downtown. Bang, is a good that's one. awesome. I, I could lie and say no, you didn't, but he did ask me the first time. <laughs> and the second time we didn't even talk about. You it. want to do something like Nah, uh, those kids. Uh, yeah, and the second time they didn't even bring it up. They're like, Yeah, he doesn't want. He it. doesn't yeah. care. <laughs> I've been there as a producer, right? Like, hey, uh, by the way, uh, this is how it's supposed to go. No. 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 I'm not doing that. No. 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 You guys both. No. Oh, my God. No. Oh, no. So good. No. We've all been there, right, as producers? Now We've it's all been my there. Show. No. That, that, that's what uh, is great about this uh, right now. No. All four of us have been in that spot. <laughs> no. We've all been there. That's why I brought yeah. it up because we've, we're so all funny. in the spot of where yeah. we've all had to fill in. We've, we've all, all been produced. producers that have filled I in. I promise to you right here, 1018 <laughs> Thursday. I will do Song of the Night next time. So what's right. going to be your selection, by the way? Do you know? Well, he's got to make uh, sure we haven't work, done the song before. Work on yeah. Blondie. Yeah. Work on that. Blondie Let's see. You right. can't do Jesse's Girl. We've already done Jesse's yeah, Girl. Everybody see. says you're going to do Jesse's Girl. Right. We've already done that. Right. I'll think about it. <laughs> see, he doesn't need music. He just wants to be heard. I just need to. No, I know. I know. That's all. I got to It's going to be the This Week in Baseball theme. No, because I go and I look at the rundown and I see more thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, Jesse, what the hell? I was listening. It was just... 
take after take I did after. Have a lot. You don't even take a breath. I know. I did, I did have a lot. That <laughs> I've night. heard it for thirty. I think years. the topic was is Jesse crazy? Yeah. No. Was, I, I yeah. do. Is Jesse yeah, crazy? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I do so much baseball for eight, nine months of the year, yeah. right? And when I get on, I want some. I want to throw some hot takes out there about the yeah. Bears. That's fine. Our announcers. It. But so. you gotta have five minutes for a song of the night. Right, you can I even promise. do a short song. Do a Beatles song. I'll do something. two and a half minutes. See, that's okay. I, I would say the. Uh, the key to a good song of the night is the shorter the better. Three and a half okay. minutes is like sweet yeah. spot. Yeah, the shorter the better because then like it's old time. You only need a you couple of things to talk about. Drive here, you, sir. Sold, you sold me yeah. on killing time. Hey. I mean, that's all that's you do. Better, this is all you do. Just pull the I mean, Jesse, if you just listen to their the show, they yeah. played a Tom Brady eulogy for seven minutes last night. <laughs> yeah. It was three and a half. Three and a half. It was three and a half. Three and a half minutes. And don't dare me play it again. All right. All you have to do is just pull up the Wikipedia read some facts. Don't do it. Buddy. The Twitch chat wants you to play Freebird so you can lay out. <laughs> I'll do it. All right, guys. Morning, guys. Have a great I'll show. Get to the point. Morning, guys. <laughs> See you, buddy. I'm not going to stay there for minutes away. No, stop it. Stop it. Morning, guys. Oh. Brady. Morning, get guys. Brady. Uh, get out of here, Brady. Good morning, guys. Okay, with your face. With your Are- face. <laughs> Have a great show, guys. Oh, good to see you guys. See you, buddy. See you, buddy. See you, buddy. Bye, buddy. Tomorrow. Black and Abdallah next on Chicago's Home for Sports. Podcast. Black and Abdallah are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Filling in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000 in the ESPN Chicago app. You can usually listen to us weeknight 6-8 right here on ESPN 1000. We're in for Greeny live and local from Chicago, and there's only one place to start. Here we go! go, go. Only one place to start. All right, Abdallah, here it is. Uh, the Chicago Bulls tonight host the Hornets at 7 p.m. at the United Center. And we're four games away from the NBA trade deadline. Now, if you were with us last night on Black and Abdallah, we talked about how it seems as if heading towards the trade deadline, there are three names with the Chicago Bulls that are going to be involved in almost all rumors around the National Basketball Association. DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, and Alex Caruso. And that is where we sit here with this Bulls team, 11th in the conference, trying to figure out where to go from here because this team was assembled to compete and they clearly are not. You got to do something, right? And whether that something is completely tear it down or addition by subtraction, meaning maybe you trade away an injured Lonzo or a Kobe White and you try to add some form of shooting, right? You try to add maybe a team that's not ready to compete yet. They think they can get something out of Lonzo Ball if he ever becomes healthy like in a year or so. But you need to add to this team if you think that this core is going to move forward. So we're going to see a lot, I think, over the next week, as the trade deadline is next week, uh, from this team. Whether they believe in this core and they add a shooter and they add some three-point scoring, or they believe, like what I I believe, is that even if you add three-point shooting to this team, this team is broken. There's something you've got a full year's worth now of evidence from the midway point last year to the midway point this year to prove that this is just a 500 team and they're nothing. This is not the team that was running away with the East at the beginning of last season. 
This is the team that is 500, that is losing games to the Bobcats, that is losing games, you know, that is blowing a 20-point lead to the Celt- or to the uh, Clippers, that is blowing three 20-point leads in a row, that can't doesn't look like they're having a cohesive offense. To me, you need to start over because you have a protected pick that you need to protect or whatever it is. I, I think you're being nice in saying that this is a 500 team. Since January 1st of last year, they've been under 500 yeah. by a large margin. So it, it's not even... You I know, did it, the thing, Chris, where like I don't really have the exact number in no, front of me, and close. I just said around a 500 team. I'm just emphasizing your yeah. point by suggesting <laughs> that they're not even that good. And I think that's the thing that is uh, very frustrating for Bulls fans because the organization... In training camp, told us continuity was the most important thing. Keeping this group, this collection of talent together, will get them to the right spot. And unfortunately, when you look at the East, there really isn't many uh, disappointments. Uh, you know, you look from top to bottom, from one through eight, you basically have teams that people expected to be mm-hmm. in the playoffs. The Celtics, the Bucks, the 76ers, the Nets, the Cavs, the Heat, the Knicks, and the Hawks. All eight of those teams were expected to be in the mix and in the playoffs. Yeah. There's not one uh, fluky surprise situation where it's like, well, we didn't see that coming. And, and then the fact that you're battling with Washington and, and Indiana as the two final teams into the play, and, and the Bulls at the moment are behind both in 11th, that's a really disappointing thing to this point in the season for a Bulls fan. And I would ask you the question, if you remove Zach Levine from this roster, are the Bulls really that much different record-wise? 23-27 and 27 today, they host the Hornets tonight at the UC at 7. If Zach Levine wasn't on this team, is that really making that much of a difference, win or lose? Is the record really that different without Zach out there? I think that the record would be worse if DeMar wasn't it. That I can tell you for sure. If DeMar's not out there, the record would be different. I don't know for certain if the record is different with Zach. And that to me means I don't think it is. Like I don't think I don't think you're losing more games or that many more games if Levine's not out there. Now if DeMar's out there and we saw that he missed a few games, like they weren't that great. And and so if that's the answer that if Zach Levine really doesn't impact winning either way, winning or losing, then you probably should trade him at the deadline if there's teams that are desperate to try and win now, like Mm -hmm. the Lakers. And Zach's been rumored with the Lakers now for a couple of weeks, and that's something that you really have to consider because I don't think he makes a difference. He puts up some points, and occasionally Stacey King can give you a little Telestrator uh, signature on a highlight dunk, and Bulls fans really love that. I would prefer some wins, and I don't think Zach really impacts winning at all. I just don't know if Bulls fans are prepared to endure another full teardown, because that's what this would be. So what's this? No, I, I understand that. This I, ain't it. No, it's not. It's Bull, definitely not. I don't think not. Bulls fans are, are paying attention right now to this team. I think that's where they've gotten. Yeah, they've, they've, apathy. Yeah. They told us that they were going to compete, and in two years, they immediately fell right back to where they've been for the last 20. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Black and Abdallah, we're in for Greeny. We'll talk to the Fat Jack next. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app.
Black and Abdallah filling in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Abdallah, today is a huge day for our show. We celebrate Groundhog Day like no other show Absolutely. in America. Absolutely. So we will uh, we will do that throughout the show. But first, we're going to talk to the Fat Jack. Here comes the money. Ready to fatten up your winnings? You got something to eat up in there? We home. The best football picks. Give Jack a call at 800-298-1383 or FatJackSports.com. Fat Jack feeds you his picks now. Get in my belly! On Black and Abdallah. Here comes the money. Thank God that Jack is not picking for Groundhog Day because if he was, we would probably have, it'd probably be more accurate, but Punxsutawney Phil yeah. is only correct 40% of the time. Can oh, you imagine if, if Phil was picking winners? If we were trying to get winners from Puxatawney Phil, we'd be broke. But thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, we have the fat check here to give us some winners. What's up, Jack? What? It, it's going to be cold in Chicago for a little while longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. <laughs> uh, the stakes are higher, believe me, in certain parts of the country than others when they pull that groundhog out of his cave. So um, I, and I get that, but I will tell you, yeah, we're absolutely on fire. I mean, we're having a great, great run, continued last week, 2-1 and one in the games, and another 8-2 and two in prop bets. All those are posted under the results tab. See, we had Philly. We had over in the Philly game, which is pretty much a, a loser the minute that the quarterback for San Francisco went out of the game, but it certainly made the no sweat on the Philly side. And then I had under in the Kansas City game, which was an easy winner, and then 8-2 and two in the prop bets, the only two prop bets I lost, and everybody got these exact same plays. The only two prop bets I lost were both involving Patrick Mahomes, that he was under on touchdowns, under the two and a half, and over on yards by about uh, 10 or 15 yards. So really, really good weekend as we head into uh, Pro Bowl weekend, and then uh, the big game coming up the week on Sunday. Go to Jack's website right now. Sign up today, fatjacksports.com. You can also call 800-298-1383. And, Jack, at the start of the playoffs, you were on the show, and I, I mentioned to you that you know the entire football season's great, but it feels – a little bit better when you can win some games as you head into the playoffs and throughout the playoffs, and, and you've been on fire throughout the playoffs. Is, is there anything to kind of take from what you learn in the regular season and then applying it gambling-wise when you enter the playoffs? Yeah, it's even better when you come to the football fest, which is a huge right? success, mm-hmm. and we basically give them right there to everybody for free, Philadelphia and Arizona, to win the People went out and played Philadelphia 25-1, to 1, and they're free-rolling. I mean, they're going to have a great as, – as I am as well. Um, the regular season doesn't help you as much, but playoff and, – and by the way, I don't think anybody likes Philly unless they're from Philly. I mean, I, I, <laughs> Philly's like the, my least favorite town in the entire world. I mean, it's literally – them making the game is kind of a yay-boo situation because they're going to infiltrate Vegas and – there's not a more obnoxious fan than a Philadelphia Eagles fan, so no offense. But, um, but they've earned it, an easy, easy path. In fact, the easiest path to the game since the 91 uh, Washington team, as far as just playing inferior competition and then getting the better. So this team hasn't been tested, nor have they played away from home since they beat Dallas over Christmas break. So this team has been playing at home, ahead of the, ahead of the scoreboard, ahead of the, the – easy for them. Contrast that with Kansas City that had middle of the pack strength of schedule-wise on the year, but really started the year, as we talked about the football fest, uh, the toughest schedule over the, before the season started through Halloween. 
they're battle-tested, but they're coming in with some injuries. You know, it was pointed out. I thought they did a good job of pointing out not only the receiver injury, and we everybody knows about Mahomes' ankle, but this team, top to bottom, has a ton of injuries on it right now. And so how much they're able to heal, how much those guys are able to get close to 100%, it's going to have a lot to do with the wins. And then, as we talked last week, the amount of mistakes that you make will ultimately determine these games at the end because these teams are so evenly matched. Let's not forget, these are the two best teams in the league. They were the two teams with the bye when we came into the playoffs. So the system actually worked for the NFL. Regular season, rewarded you with the bye, and then the two best teams, at least. In, now, if you ask Cincinnati fans, they'll say, you know, I, I, right. I beg to differ. But other than that, I mean, you've got the two teams that earned their way in playing in the final game of the year. So if you listen to us at the Football Fest and you have a ticket on the Eagles, I have a ticket on the Eagles uh, at 20 22 to 1. I didn't put a lot of money on it, so I'm just going to let it ride. But if you have a significant chunk of change on the Eagles at 22, between 20 and, you know, 25 to 1, how would you go about whether it's hedging or letting it ride? How would you look at someone with that kind of a ticket heading into this game? Yeah, so I'm hearing from guys all over the country, and everybody got it at better than 22 to 1. I sent it out August 25th to all my clients, then on the 27th, then on the 31st. So, about three or four times in there, I sent out when to play. Everybody got it better than 22 to 1. I got it 24 to 1. So I have 2,000 to win 48,000. And you talk about not a lot of money. Well, it's, whatever it is to you, it's, it's money. And mm-hmm. it's free money at this point. You've, earned, you've already earned it. So I always tell people, even if I love Philadelphia, if, I, if my son was on the team, it wouldn't matter. I would hedge back some. Once it's over 20 to 1, there's nothing but greed that takes takes the order you just guessing as far as not hedging because like i said it's four to one five to one whatever write it up but whether i have a hundred dollars on it or ten thousand or whatever i hedge back four to six times the amount so one for every five to one so if it's if it's five to one i'll hedge back at least a unit plus what i bet ten to one two units fifteen so i'm going to bet four to five times my bet. So I'll bet probably somewhere in the neighborhood of, of five to eight thousand dollars, depending on you know injury reports and everything leading up to the game. Uh, that way, I guarantee myself a winning Super Bowl weekend. And it's two years in a row, by the way. We gave the Rams out two years ago, uh, so don't call oh, it yeah. a streak. But, but mm-hmm. people are making a lot of money just by coming to the events that we're that you guys are having. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Football Fest the last two years, uh, you've nailed it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think I just believe bird in the hand is worth something, especially with that weekend. Because you'll have, you know, Philadelphia comes out, Jalen Hurts' shoulders really not 100%. He gets hit early. He's out of the game. You're going to be standing there with a ticket that you really have earned it already. Because you, once you get to the game, when you have a long so it's not like we played a favorite. Once you get it into the game, you want to be rewarded with something. So get your money back plus two or three times your bet at least. And then you still have a, a really major sweat in trying to get Philly across the finish line. So are you going with, so in this case, not who you're picking for the game, but in this case with hedging, are you, should you go with the Chiefs plus the one and a half or just take the money line at even money at plus 100 right now? Yeah, you know, it, it becomes an awkward situation when the game is 24 to 23 because I got greedy over some juice. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, that, that becomes the problem. I, I absolutely, if I'm going to bet the Chiefs on the game and I don't have a futures ticket, then I would probably just go ahead and play the money line. The, the, the reality is that teams in the Super Bowl that win cover. I mean, all, the vast majority of the time. In fact, if we go back and, and look at it, 47, what is it? 47, sorry, I should have had this ready for you. Um, 47 times the team that has won has covered in the Super Bowl. 
So uh, sorry, forty six seven and three against the spread. The winners are forty six seven and three. So the vast majority of the time, the team that covers wins. Now last year was it was the outlier to that. You know, with Cincinnati last year four four and a half point underdog, they end up covering, not winning. But most of the time in this game, you're going to have the team that wins is also going to cover. And with this small of a line, it's probably going to happen. But if I have my my futures ticket, I'm going to go ahead and take the point and a half because I don't want twenty four twenty three. And everybody's saying, well, Jack, at least you have the hedge. And then I'm just sitting there like an idiot, like, well, I did, but I have two losing tickets in my hand. Jack, this time of year, especially a conference championship weekend and then also leading into the Super Bowl, it attracts a lot of new gamblers. So if people are, are picking up different apps, they're, they're uh, looking to gamble on the game. Is there a stat? Is there something that you look at that maybe the guy who's never bet on pro football could maybe say, okay, that's something I should look at if I'm trying to figure out who the best team is. You know, something other than I like the color of the jerseys. You know, what, what what's something that you look at that you can apply when you kind of handicap these matchups? By the way, you, you let me go there. That was the worst analogy I may have had in five years <laughs> on this show. I'm, t- I'm thinking here, tw- what does 24-23 mean? What does that even mean? I've taken the points because I don't want to have a middle. Yes. <laughs> That's basically, but you let me go. You say something ridiculous and I jump on, I pounce, you know? Well, like, everything oh, we say is ridiculous. Yeah, so we know how it is. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. The analogy was horrible. The points the same. Take the point and a half. What was the question? I was trying so, to do the math on 24, yeah, 23. Yeah. If, uh, if there's someone new to sports gambling and they see this matchup, uh, how, like, what's a stat to kind of start with where you start to handicap uh, matchups between two teams? Like, what's something that the average fan or someone who's brand new to gambling that they should maybe look at that maybe isn't obvious to the uh, general public? You know, something that yeah, they could use. Strength of schedules always this, this late in the year. Now, for week one or week two, it's different, and it does evolve as it goes through the course of the season. But strength of schedule matters, and so. If a team has played a, a real easy schedule leading up, and this will apply to basketball and things going forward as well, but if they played an easy schedule leading up to where they are, um, then take that into consideration because that does matter. And then injuries obviously matter as well. This game here, the, there's so much money going in on it, that it's re- and then the, the teams are so evenly matched that it's really difficult to take one piece of information or another and, and make that the reason why you place the best. And the problem with the Super Bowl is you can find different angles and different things to uh, to validate pretty much whatever feeling you want to happen. So that's why I tell people, sign up for somebody that's done all the work all year long and that's honest about it because it really is difficult this time of year in football. But if you're going to play it, also look at the, the prop bets. I always tell people, you can spread it out a little bit and have a lot of fun and probably not go broke just by one if you have one thing that you think is going to happen, for instance, I've been I've been writing. We talked about it here on the show uh, about literally for two or three months that, that Kansas City, whenever they play bad to average defenses, they have typically gone under the total. It's it's contrarian to what you think would happen when they play good defenses. Denver twice, San Francisco, those type teams, they go over the total, and I. I uh, attribute this to the fact that Andy Reid opens up the game plan, has more trick plays, takes a few more chances when he plays better defenses because he understands that you, you've got to, to keep them off balance. He's done a really good job as evolving as a coach in his days in Philadelphia that he now will open things up even in these type of spots, and he's been in this spot before. So if I think the total's going over because Philly has the second-rate defense in the league, 
then I'm in this game in particular, I am going to play over, but then I would also drill down. Over means fewer fewer field goal attempts, most likely. More touchdowns, going forward on fourth down. Maybe a third player throwing the ball. Trick plays, that type of thing, to keep people off balance. So find one thing that you think is probably going to happen here and then drill down two or three different ways. If you like under the game, you want to want to play lots of field goals attempted, lots of field goals made, sure. those type things, because you understand getting in the red zone, they're going to have to stall. Otherwise, the total is probably going to go over. Jack, if our uh, listeners go to your website, they sign up today, what will they receive? 99 bucks for all the football information. Top 10, at least, prop bets. We were 8-2 last week with those games. Top, uh, top 10 prop bets, predicted final score, best bets for the game. Add basketball. Basketball last Saturday, 4-0 sweeper. We won on Really, really dialed in right now. It's not always the case, but you can see every single play posted and documented at FatJackSports.com. Get signed up and see what winning selections will do to your bankroll. Thank you, Jack. We'll talk to you next Thursday for a full Super Bowl preview. We'll talk to you then. All right, guys. Have a good week. See you soon. There's the Fat Jack, Black and Abdallah. We'll be back. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. It's Black and Abdallah. Follow us on the ground at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. For Greeny today here on ESPN 1000, hey. the ESPN Chicago app. Hey, Abdul, we're in for Greeny. How about a little hashtag KOD? Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. What do you got, Abdul? Our KOD is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Sign up now, and you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Tonight, we're looking at the uh, Bulls game, Bulls and Hornets. We're going to go a little rogue here. We're going to go for a points and rebounds combination. Mason Plumley over 24.5 points and rebounds. Okay. I'll tell you this, Vooch, yes. soft. <laughs> They allow the 11th most points per game uh, from centers, and uh, both these teams are bad. So we're going to go over 24.5 points and rebounds for Mason Plumley. Got it down. Hashtag KOD. Brought to you by the kiss of death. Blocking Abdallah in for Greeny. I have a question coming up for you, Abdallah. Should Justin Fields next season run more? Should the quarterback for the Bears run more in the offense? We'll talk Bears in two minutes. Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.